the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In steadfast obedience to God's call upon his life, Pastor Rander continues to challenge us with stimulating questions that we must answer if we are to live a committed, God-filled life. We cannot reach our full potential short of giving God, rather than this world, our very best. The only way we can maximize our God-given capacity is to walk by faith at all times and in all things. God's Word tells us that we must look to the hills for help. Where does our help come from? It comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Thank you for joining us today. As you listen in, you'll want to take notes, so keep pen and paper handy. Can the light of Christ be seen in you? You dim the light of Christ when you think and behave like the world. You dim the light of Christ. You dim the light of Christ when you have unconfessed sin uh, all over your life. And you dim the light of Christ in your life when you live a life of hypocrisy. You come in here and look holy and hold a Bible and look pretty, and you go out of here living like the devil. You dim the light of Christ. It's time for believers to be real. It is time, it is high time for believers to be authentic. It is time for believers to be genuine so that the light of Christ can shine ever so brightly through us. Are you shining? Where is your passion? You say, well, what is passion? Passion is to have enthusiasm for God, to be hot for God, to be on fire for God. When you're passionate, you take an evangelistic card and even cards and distribute them so that people can come to Vacation Bible School and get get saved. You will witness. You will pray for people. You will serve when you're on fire for God. You say, oh, I have passion. Can't take one card, eh? Number five, be courageous and take comfort in knowing that the Lord is with us wherever we go. Be courageous and take comfort in knowing that the Lord is with us wherever we go. Joshua 1.9 says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. And if I could say anything today as your pastor, I would say to you, be strong, be strong, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He's omnipresent. You see, when we lose sight of the reality that the presence of God is with us, that's when our hearts become disturbed. When you lose sight of the marvelous truth that the Lord is with us, you become restless. 
When you forget that the Lord is with you, you become discouraged. And you know what? When you forget that the Lord is with you, you will lack the peace of God. There is no peace. Number six, in the midst of this horrific tragedy, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus as the world grows darker and wicked. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus as the world grows darker and wicked. Hebrews 12, 2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Beloved, our nation and world is going from crisis to crisis to crisis. And if you, if you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, many of the crises that we're confronted with won't allow us to become weary. When you keep your eyes on Jesus, you will not become paralyzed by what is going on in our nation and world. When you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, you will not react out of your own emotions, but instead be led by the Holy Spirit's promptings and leadings. Keep your eyes on Jesus, not the politician, not a political party, not people, not even your pastor. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Number seven, let nothing separate you from the love of God. Please write that down. Let nothing separate you from the love of God. I love that great passage in Romans chapter 8, verses 35 and 38 through 39. It says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels or nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present or things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. My friend, when you believe that Christ will keep and protect you in troubling times, you will allow absolutely nothing to separate you from him. You will not allow COVID-19 to separate you from God. You will not allow political unrest to separate you from God. You will not allow politics to separate you from God. You will not allow an election to separate you from God. You will not allow supply chain disruption to separate you from God. You will not allow high high gas prices to separate you from God. You will not allow inflation to separate you from God. You will not allow wars and rumors of wars to separate you from God. Nothing, absolutely nothing will separate me from God. If you don't have God, what do you have? Nothing. Two more and I'll be done. Well, three. You're going to say, well, you're going to say four. Number eight, listen, value, appreciate, and show healthy affection for your family today. Value, appreciate, and show affection for your family today, for tomorrow is not promised. Ephesians 5.25 says, husbands, 
Love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. If there's ever time to love, encourage, kiss, and hug your family, it's right now. Did you, I say it again. If there's ever time, if, there ever, if there's ever time to love, encourage, kiss, and hug your family, it's right now. Many ask themselves, did I do these things often enough once a family member is no longer with them? Did I hug her enough? Did I kiss my wife enough? Did I hug my children enough? Did I embrace them with a healthy embrace? It doesn't take long to leave here. Any of us, death has no age limits. It's not how we die, it's being ready to die. Number nine, I encourage you as your pastor, beloved, we are engaged in spiritual warfare. Therefore, you had better make very sure be very sure you have on the whole armor of God to fight the good fight of faith. We are in spiritual warfare. The war is on, but sadly, so many saints don't even believe, don't even realize that we're in a war. It is a tremendous war. It is a spiritual global war. It is not restricted to Uvalde. I've traveled the world. I haven't been all over the world, but I've been many places around it. And I see the ruins of sin. My wife and I seen the ruins of sin, the ravages of sin all over the world. I love the amplified version of this text in Ephesians 6, 10 through 13. Listen to the amplified version about this. It says, in conclusion, be strong. Now underline be strong. In the Lord, not in gambling, no, 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 not in alcohol, not in entertainment. Be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from him and be empowered through your union with him and in the power of his boundless might. Verse 11, put on the full armor of God for his precepts are like the splendid armor of a heavily armored soldier. You need to be heavily armored. If there's a crack in your armor, that's where Satan's coming. So now you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes. Is one scheme? No, multitudes of schemes that are being orchestrated against you, and you think you... What about me? Satan comes at me with more fear than he does you. That's why you ought to be praying for my wife and I and my children and my grandchildren and so forth. And the strategies and the deceits of the devil. Verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces 
of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. These are ranks and files of demons moving all over the world, uh, seeking whom they may devour. There are ranks of angels. There are multitude. When, when Satan and, and, the, and the angels fell, the fallen angels fell out of heaven, it was a third. A third of what? We do not know. But it was a host. It was innumerable. And Satan can't be with one place at a time, you know. He's not omnipresent. He, he is not the Trinity. He is not God. No, you, you see, but he got demons. He can move around. And Satan just makes the main scene. And what was one of those main scenes? Like at Gethsemane. Right before he went to Calvary. I believe Satan made that. That's why, gee, our Lord sweated great drops of blood. He made that because he was doing everything within his power to keep him from going to Calvary, to redeem lost humanity. Satan knows where to make. He's selective about where he's going to be, and he sends those demons all over the, okay, in Switzerland, says some going over there, I want, uh, want 200,000 of y'all to go to Switzerland. And okay, now I got 300,000, I want y'all to go uh, to America, just go up in Canada and settle up right there. And I want 500,000 over in Washington, D.C. to confound the leaders so that they can confound the nation. And then I want you to move over in New Zealand. And so, all over the world, Satan's raging. against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Verse 13, therefore put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground. You want to stand your ground. God cannot use cowards. God cannot use a wimpy preacher who's soft and cuddly and preach ice cream messages. Stand your ground in the evil day of danger. This is an evil day. Danger seen and unseen. You ought to be glad you can't see all of what Satan's doing in the invisible realm. I'm glad we can't see everything. Just depend and trust on God. But this is an evil and dangerous day. And I hate to be a prophet of doom, but I got to be a prophet of doom. Excuse the English, but it ain't going to get any better. (sighs) You said you should say that. You just so doom and gloom. And you're so depressing. Well, won't you just read Matthew 24 in the Olivet Discourse? I'm just quoting the scripture. I don't have time to read those things that are coming. These things are just being revealed. It's always been in the book. You just don't get mad at me because you tore the page out. It's in your Bible if you have torn that page out. These things are foretold. The prophets prophesied, and they hated him. They they killed Jesus because he told the truth. Stand your ground in the evil day of danger, and having done everything that the crisis demands, to stand firm in your place. In your don't lose your post. Stay in your post. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. If you serve in ministry in this place, 
I'm not talking about you visitors or those who pass. If you serve in ministry in this place, God just, just gave me this. Stand up on your feet and remain standing. If you serve in ministry in incapacity, you, you sing in a choir, you in a ensemble, uh, you, you in the, the restroom decor ministry, uh, uh, you, you in the youth ministry, children's ministry, you work in the bookstore, uh, you recreational ministry, vacation Bible school, you a teacher, uh, ensemble, uh, choir. I, I don't know what, what you are in administration. I stay, you know what it says here? It says to stand firm in your place. Yes, sir. I say it again. Stand firm in your place. I want to drive it home. I want it riveting. Stand firm in your place. Don't be fly by night. Don't let anybody scare you from the church. As a matter of fact, you're not ready to live until you're ready to die. Stand. You have deacons and elders, whatever you have. You stand. I look around, all of them gone but one. Where they should have been gone. Stand. Stand. You mean you're going to leave your post with all this hell, with all the killings, with all the murder, with all the rape, with all the scandals, with all the stuff that's happening all over this world? Kids being kidnapped for drugs and, and, and rape and murder? And you mean tell me you're going to go home, cross your legs, and drink some tea? I dare you. God is counting on you. But the real question is, can you count on God? You may be seated. Stay your post. Stand firm. In your place, fully prepared, immovable. That means don't you move. Your friend may move. Your best friend. I ain't coming up more. He said somebody didn't like. And they go, let him go. I'm going to stay put for Jesus' sake. You move because your friend moved. You you never will settle down anywhere. You stay put because God told you to stay put. The Holy Ghost told you to stay put. The Word of God says stay put. You don't move because people move. Don't faint because people move. For everyone that leaves, God will send ten more to the glory of God. And when you hold your grounds, you're going to be victorious. God blesses faithfulness. Now, last but not the least, Number 10, realize that you must never lose hope. When you see all of this, you just say, I give up. This is enough. I quit. I'm not, I, this, I, I, I can't take no more. I can't. Don't, 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 don't fix your mouth. Don't, don't speak that. Don't speak it. Don't you speak it. Don't you speak it out there, live stream. Don't you speak it. Don't, don't speak that. We walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by what? Never, ever, never, ever lose hope. Romans 15, 13 says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope 
by the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, refuse to allow the calamities of this world to cause you to lose hope. Keep your faith in the great God of hope, for without him you can do absolutely nothing. Without God, there will be no joy. Without Christ, there is no peace. Without Christ, there is no contentment. Without Christ, there is no fulfillment. And the will to keep on living for Christ in a wicked world will happen as you keep living in hope. Living in hope gives you a reason to live. He's not just God. He's the great God of hope. I like that song that says, hope, hope, I still have hope after all the things I've been through. I still have hope. Joy, joy, joy. I still have joy after all the things I've been through. I still have joy. Shout, shout. I can still shout because after all the things I've been through, I still can shout. So some of y'all lost your shouts. Nothing wrong with shouting. Matter of fact, Satan can't stand spirit-filled shouting. When we start clapping in the Lord, shouting in in the Lord, rejoicing in the Lord, Dancing in the Lord, you chase that devil right on out to his room. You chase him out your family. You chase him out of your life. You chase him out of your life. And, and if you gonna chase him out of your life, your life uh, uh, stop singing those unbiblical songs. I don't need no peanut butter and jelly and all that stuff. <laughs> talking about song, talking about save a seat from me. How you gonna save a seat? I'm climbing up the rough side of the mountain. You always on the rough side. When you gonna get to the top and, and do some victorious living to the glory of Almighty God? I like that old hymn that says, "Onward, Christian soldiers, marching us to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before." Christ, the royal master, leads against the foe. Forward into battle, see his banners go. Onward, Christian soldiers marching as to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before. At the name of Jesus, Satan's host doth flee. On then, Christian soldiers, On to victory, hell's foundations quiver at the shout of praise. Brothers, lift your voices, loud your anthem raise. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war with the cross of Jesus going on. Before and all God's children said, Amen. Father, 
I did what you told me to do. Even now, I feel chills all over my body. The Holy Spirit's presence in this place. Comfort the people of Uvalde, people in Buffalo, California, and all the other places I can't name. Father, let the people, help the people not to become weary and well-doing. Father, I pray that the people of God would take this message and make it their devotional this week. And just meditate on, not the whole thing, but just maybe two points at a time so that you can raise their standard of living to be able to minister to their children that hope would spring up in that family. Forgive our sins lest we die in it because we're in the last days and you're almost back. Father, there's somebody out there who does not know you in all this trouble in all the heartbreak, brutality, destruction, now people don't know you, and they're in a bad place if they don't know Jesus. I pray, oh God, that they will believe the truth that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. That they be saved today so that they can have joy, hope, peace, love, satisfaction, fulfillment, spiritual freedom because of being in Christ. You are an amazing, awesome, supernatural God. And we love you deeply. In Jesus' name. And all God's children said it. Scripture tells us that in order to live according to God's plan for our lives, we must be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. It also tells us that we must forget our past and look toward those things that are ahead. God has given us the gifts of keeping the past where it belongs and looking to the present and the future, doing new things in him that shall spring forth. Isn't that good news? If you enjoyed this message and would like to hear more teachings by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas. Come worship with the Maranatha Bible Church family on Father's Day, Sunday, June 19th at 10 a.m. On this special day, our worship celebration will express gratitude and appreciation to all fathers and grandfathers. Pastor Rander Draper has a special message prepared for all fathers that will encourage, bless, and strengthen them during these challenging times. Come celebrate Father's Day with us. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.